it's lunchtime in Central Texas. Live at one of the year's biggest events. As you can see, the crowd is going wild. Let's see who will have their cake and eat it, too. It's time for the press box. What are we having? Uh, it's just your standard regular lunch, I guess. Milk? I can read. PB and J with the crusts cut off. Well, Brian, this is a very nutritious lunch. All the food groups are represented. Did your mom marry Mr. Rogers? No, Mr. Johnson. Huh. Now here's your host, Ward White, and Glenn Stretch Smith, along with Aaron Sexton. And it is lunchtime in Central Texas. Here on this 14th day of February. Happy Valentine's Day. All. The worst holiday ever invented. Not if you're in the floral business. Well, right. yeah, yeah, that's a, or candy that, business. That's a really good point. That's a really good point, Stretch Smith, along with us. Yeah, if you're in the floral business, you're you're doing okay today, I would think, right? Sometimes diamonds, I'd too. use the term... I would use the term cutting a fat hog in the rear end. That would be my response for the day. Aren't you getting your girlfriend flowers, Stretch? I already bought her flowers. Well, there you uh, go. Tonight, so yeah, it's yeah. You're you on gotta, top of it. You're on top. of it. Stretch. Part of the deal. Now, yesterday was Fat Tuesday, and you went with the crawfish and and did it upright for Fat Tuesday. Then you did some traveling, and. Did, did you get everything done that you needed to get done for today to make sure <laughs> that you stay out of the proverbial doghouse? I, I I stay in the doghouse. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely opposite of that. And 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 she'll tell you I stay in the doghouse every once in a while. You have I'm a welcome out. You have a welcome <laughs> yeah. mat at the doghouse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I every once in a while. She will allow me to uh, stumble out of the doghouse, but no, I, I'm, I'm one of those guys that stays in the doghouse. So. There's nothing wrong with that. Let's I... get on to something going in a direction today, Ward, for crying out loud, instead of talking about Stretch and his, his, <laughs> his, his inability his, his inability life. to stay in, in good standing with his girlfriend. All right, we'll, 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 we'll pick that up here in just a little bit. Steph, do you have big plans for today? I mean, a lot of people go out to... There's a lot of different ways to celebrate today, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can you can go out to dinner. You can mm-hmm. you can cook dinner at home and I'm have cooking. A, have a bottle of wine or whatever you prefer in that situation. I'm cooking. You're cooking at home. You're, I'm around people all day long, and I talk all day long. By the end of the day, I'm done. You're done. Self talk. Okay. So I'm just cooking and be like, here you go, Happy Valentine's Day. All right. Is there a special dinner planned? Shrimp scampi. Okay. You know how to do that, or are you going to go out and get it? Ev- how long have you known me? I know. Why? Okay. I can cook. Okay. I can cook. Yes. Right. Yes, I'm cooking it. Shrimp scampi. Shrimp scampi. It's easy. Quick and easy. Mm, okay. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, if I'm Scott, I'm, a, I'm ordering a ribeye. We have steak all the time. Okay. Well. Dude, we're going with seafood. I, I, don't, I, I, I just crawfish, so. that's 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 my go-to. I mean, okay. I think most guys' go-to is is a good chunk of red meat, right? Stretch. 
<laughs> There's no question. I mean, sure <laughs> there were, I'm, I'm going tonight to Perry's, and I, I like it when they walk up and they go, well, how, how would you like it cooked? And you just look at them like, really? <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm, six, exactly. I'm, six, seven, I'm six, seven, 270 pounds. I mean, you think I want a piece of shoe leather, or you think I want a piece of meat? <laughs> Hello? Hello? Yeah, uh, that's, that's awesome. One of my fa- you know, that's one of my favorite lines ever when – there in uh, who is it when he's in New York City when uh, he said, "How do you want it done?" He said, "I'll just knock the horns off of it and wipe a tree in." Exactly, so that's, that's kind exactly. of the way I like it, the cowboy way. Yep, that's the way to have it. I yeah, I'm right there with you. I don't I don't want it overcooked. It's just you you take all the uh, flavor out of it. So whatever Valentine's Day plans you have today or tonight, happy Valentine's Day. I I hope you enjoy it. And if you're single. Don't worry about it. You might be a I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Me and Coco are going to have a ribeye tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm cooking a ribeye for me and Coco tonight. So there okay. you go. There you and go. You can, you can get, and you can give Coco half of a Slim Jim, and, and, and she won't know any difference. <laughs> <laughs> no, she'll get the ribeye. Exactly. She'll get the ribeye. She's, she's a little bit she's spoiled. spoiled. <laughs> Just a Big little. Time. Big time. Big <laughs> time. All right, lots to get to. Baylor gets the win last night uh, at, against Oklahoma. Lady Bears in action tonight as well. Uh, but uh, we're going to talk some Rangers coming up in just a little bit. But for the Houston Astros stretch, Justin Verlander is dealing with shoulder issues again and could jeopardize his opening day status. And is this a sign of Verlander is just getting toward the twilight I mean, it has to be, doesn't it? I mean, that's why – I believe that's why Houston let him go to the Mets, what was it, two years ago to sign that big deal, is that when you start looking at signing players to big money long-term deals and they're getting a little long in the tooth from an age standpoint, yeah, it, I mean, it has to be what it is. And I think it's why the Rangers, you know, also took some heat for, you know, the Jacob deGrom situation and uh nobody to my knowledge and uh, tom brady came close to it nobody has ever outrun father time i mean you just you just you don't outrun him so at some point your your body starts to not be able to respond the way you once once thought it could and you once showed that it could it's just it's it's a young you know all of these sports, I mean, all of the professional sports, I can't think of one, maybe bowling, <laughs> that, you could, that you could, uh, you know, you could go function with while you, you know, while you're applying for your ARP card. I mean, it just, just doesn't work that way. It's going to be interesting to see how long this can continue to go because even last year with Justin Verlander, you saw him miss the first part of the season and and that might be why the Astros got him back from the Mets because he just maybe it wasn't just a fit for him in New York. I don't know, but he came back to the Astros and played very very well when he got on track. But I, I agree with you. I mean, it's just a it's a sign of the times, and you know everybody that that sand runs out of the hourglass for everybody. I don't care what you're doing. No. Well, and 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 like you said, it, it's. You know, guys, when they start talking about, and I don't care what GM you're dealing with, I mean, you start talking about those long-term deals, 
it's, you know, you get, you normally get the opportunity to get one big long-term deal. I, I like what Bobby Witt Jr. did at, what, 23 years old. He said, you know what, go ahead and give me that 11-year contract for about $289 million. I'll, I'll be all right. Yeah, <laughs> I, right. I think I can make that work. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad gig, is it? <laughs> That's not but a it, bad you know, game. used to used to work. Yeah, but I think the point I'm making is used to you'd look to get that. You know, you'd look to sign the shortest term deal that you could sign. So then you got the big pay raise. Then you'd want to sign a two or three year deal. They'd want to negotiate it, the team to four or five. But you would get yourself in position to maybe get two if you were very lucky. You know, three kind of max contracts, and now. It, it's it's interesting because these younger players seem to be opting for you know the guarantee the longer deal um, you know we never know how long our body's going to hold up and with the training and things that are out there right now the tools that are available you know guys are and and, and nutrition and all the thing that the things that are out there you know guys are elongating their career but. It is it, the posture of it and how guys are negotiating these deals is interesting. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't like to see that from Verlander, you know, behind schedule on a on a shoulder issue. That's 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 not good for a major league pitcher. No, it absolutely is not good for a major league pitcher. And, you know, Steph is always posturing herself for a long term deal <laughs> each and every day around here. And you know, we have to kind of tap the brakes on that on that thing. Hey, once your shoulder you, goes you out, get, it's out. <laughs> if you can get a long-term deal with Mr. Moss, you have created you yourself some real synergy. He likes me. <laughs> All right, there you go. This is the maybe Mosley's the only guy. Is Mosley the only guy that's gotten a long-term deal? From I think Mr. he's got Moss. He's got that Bobby Bonilla contract. I think. <laughs> Something. <laughs> Something. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And did you hear Mosley yesterday afternoon? I just, I gotta say, I I don't know how the guy waddled over to the Foster Pavilion yesterday because every other sentence out of his mouth yesterday, he was eating something different at the Brazos Landing. Wherever he goes, he if it's a restaurant or if it's the Baylor Club, he orders everything. Because he wants to talk about it, so he just gets whatever he wants. He, and he, he wears half a, of yeah. it on his shirt. <laughs> That's his his excuse exactly. is to want to talk about it. Mosley, yeah, yes. uh, he, he, he eats like the Russians are in St. Louis marching this way every time he sits down. Always. So, Always. He, and let me tell you, for a guy that's not all that big, he can eat now. He can eat. It, I mean, he talked about, about, I don't know, 15, 20 different things that he had to eat at Brazos Landing yesterday. And I thought, how is this guy even moving? Taste testing. He's taste testing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you, I, and I don't know if you've noticed it or not, but he can tack it on. And I mean, he can tack it on. He can put on He can put on 15 pounds before you can say who crapped there. Hey. He can. He can put it on. And if you ever take him out to dinner, just go to the Golden Corral because it's a buffet. Got that big buffet. 
Just yeah. let, him, let him roam on that yeah. thing for a while. <laughs> he likes his food. Oh, thanks to the Brazos Landing for having us out there yesterday with the J Mo Show and the Matt Mosley Show, starring Matt Mosley uh, yesterday <laughs> afternoon as uh, we were getting ready for Baylor basketball. And by the way, Baylor gets the win uh, last night uh, over Oklahoma. And we talked about it yesterday, Stretch. That's a big win for the Bears, and they did exactly what they needed to do. They needed uh, yeah, come, to get a win at home I'm, and protect your home floor. I'm sorry. I got, I got so excited thinking about Jaden Nunn going six from nine, nine outside the big arc. Yeah, we, we talked about it, come out gunning, and that's exactly what they did. They came out gunning, took care of business, and Iowa State did the same thing. So you're starting to see, Ward, I think these upper tier, you know, four or five you know, I, I, Kansas burped it up the other night, but mm-hmm. you're seeing Baylor, you're seeing Iowa State, you know, kind of make that push towards, you know, towards the tournament. Their 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 lineups are getting set. So I, I thought Baylor coming out last night and handling a, a, a good Oklahoma team. Absolutely. They broke into the top 25 and beating them by 17 points is, you know, it, it's a little bit of a, it's kind of a stamp to say, hey, you know what, here's where we are and, and, uh, Good, good for uh, Coach Drew and, and the Bears because they, they, they put on a good showing last night. 79-62 inside the Foster Pavilion, a win for the Bears. We'll get into that conversation a little bit later on here on the Press Box. But coming up next, we'll talk some Rangers. Jeff Wilson, Rangers today. He joins us in the Press Box next on ESPN Central Texas. Nikki Collin and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women on the road in Big 12 play on Wednesday to take on the Oklahoma Sooners. 5.30 for the countdown to tip-off. It's a 6 p.m. tip-off Wednesday. Tune into Baylor women's basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas. King of the road. Raise your hand if you're a Secretariat fan. At UBO Business Services, Secretariat is our inspiration. Secretariat gave it his finest performance in the 1973 Belmont Stakes. He completed the race in a record 2 minutes, 24 seconds, winning by a record 31 lengths. This is our inspiration. Our goal is to outpace our competitors by providing an unrivaled customer experience. Reach out to UBO Business Services by calling Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Steve Myatt, a Stiefel Financial Advisor, is a proud supporter of the Baylor Bears. Since 1890, Stiefel Financial Advisors like Steve Myatt have guided investors seeking to build wealth for future generations. Call Steve Myatt at 254-399-7450 to schedule an appointment or stop by Stiefel Waco office located at 1200 West Highway 6, Stiefel, Nicholas and Company Incorporated. Member SIPC and NYSC. Hey, the all-new Volkswagen of Waco. We are the used car superstore. And right now we have probably the best selection between Dallas and Austin. Hey, look, it's not just Volkswagens. We've got them all. Fords and Chevys and Dodges, Toyotas, Hondas, Nissans, lots more. Bigger selection, better prices, and easy credit. You just pick it out, we'll find a way to work it out. Volkswagen of Waco and VolkswagenWaco.com. Hey, it's a better place. It's a better way to buy a car. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Looking for that perfect Valentine's Day gift? 
How about free Colombian red roses with your jewelry purchase only at Diamore Fine Jewelers? Say I love you this Valentine's with nature's most beautiful treasures, diamonds and free red roses. Celebrating a lifetime of Valentine's together with a free dozen red roses at Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. After years of discomfort, it's like I'm alive again. Sonia Hackett talks about how QC Kinetics changed her life. QC Kinetics has given me my quality of life back. Before QC Kinetics, Sonia suffered from horrible knee and back pain stemming from a car accident. I was wearing knee braces just to try to maneuver around. Sonia hated the idea of pain meds and surgery seemed too risky, so she turned to the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics, the leaders in advanced regenerative medicine. That consultation just changed my life. I can do the treadmill, everything. I don't have anything holding me back. The quality of life is pain-free. QC Kinetics has made us very happy. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation today. I'm going to get emotional again. They are like family members to me. They care. Call QC Kinetics now. Call QC Kinetics 254-415-4100 That's 254 254- 415-4100-254-415-4100. Time to talk Texas Rangers baseball with Jeff Wilson of Rangers Today on ESPN Central Texas. And welcome back to the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas. It is time to talk to Jeff Wilson from Rangers Today. And Jeff, how are we doing today? Well, we're, we're doing good. Uh, the, the the music in the background is from uh, Rangers' workout here. They've kind of taken the field here in the last 20 minutes or so uh, in Arizona. And, uh, gosh, it's a beautiful day. So, uh, and then figuratively and literally. It, it, it has to be a beautiful day when you can uh, wake up and go to the ballpark, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not bad. You know, Arizona mornings are always a little chilly. Um but uh, right now, it's it's probably I don't know fifty five sixty on a cloud in the sky. Uh, <laughs> I've got on I've got on a hoodie, a jacket, and a jacket. So I got I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to do some shedding of layers here. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's starting to get pretty warm pretty quick. What is the vibe like for the Rangers as they got into Surprise Arizona for the first time as world champions? Uh, you know it, it's. Uh, it's pretty businesslike, I'd say. Um, they know who they are, and they know what they did here what, just three months ago, in the, and you know, 45 minutes away, if that. Um, they're they're they they don't want to. They know that they can't you know, look rely on what they did last year. They have work to do. Uh, you know, this team, while it's it's talented, and they bring back a lot a lot of the players from last year. They have some some injuries in the rotation. Uh, it looks like the you know they're they're not going to have much more flexibility with uh, their finances, so it's time to move forward, you know. And then 
And that's kind of what Dane Dunning said, what John Gray said. Bruce Bochy and Chris Young said the same thing. We talked to all of them today. And, um, yeah, I mean, this, is, this is business as usual. And you say business as usual. Give us a breakdown of kind of what a, a normal day looks like out there for the players, kind of what time they report. Give us kind of a layout of how spring training initially works as these players come in. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 it's, it's boring. I mean, I, you know, there, <laughs> there's no other way to really to think about it. Like right now we're watching some catching drills. Uh, there's the three or four uh, machines set up, and they're – working on framing and blocking and things like that. You know, the, the, the pitchers who throw today uh, are, are warming up. Um, and, the, you know, they're not going to throw a ton today. They'll they'll do probably 30 pitches, something like that. Um, it's still not, not uh, you know, mid-season, mid-season effort yet. Um, then, they'll, then they'll finish up, you know, go and do their arm care, all that stuff take a shower and, and, and those who play golf will go play golf. And, and those who don't will, will go spend time with their families or go, go grab a lunch somewhere and just relax. But uh, early on before games start, you know, days are usually done by one thirty, even with the full, the first full squad. So um, they're, they're light days, but they know the drill. They know their routine and what they need. And uh, they're, they're building up into it. Jeff Wilson, Rangers today with us here in the press box on ESPN central Texas. And, you know, it's officially pitchers and catchers reporting right now, but are there other players that have migrated their way into there just because they want to get going, they want to be around their teammates, and they want to play golf? <laughs> I mean, probably the golf is a, bit, a big draw right now, but um, n- not really. You know, there are some um, some guys who uh, are, are minor leaguers, like uh, Justin Foscue, mm-hmm. uh, Dustin Harris, uh, Davis Wenzel is, is, is a guy I had a chance to talk to uh, a little earlier today. He's here. Guys, minor leaguers who want to make an impression and want to be so that their good teammates and do the right thing are here. Um, and and so they're, but they'll they won't be part of this group. They'll they'll hit separately or in the cages, something like that. Um, but but you know, I would assume that really. This weekend, Friday through through Sunday, is, is when the, the majority of the guys who aren't here will be here, and uh, you know the first full squad workout is, is Monday. I know we asked you this last week, but uh, talk about Josh Young, his injury, and then are there other are there any other injuries uh, with players coming in, you know, that are that you think are going to be pointed out early in this spring training process. Uh, well, yeah, I, th- I think all the injuries that you know, every- everybody knows about. You know, Corey Seager had the hernia surgery. Uh, he's been doing his rehab here. Uh, Jacob Degrom has started throwing finally. He-, he threw yesterday, through or Monday, he threw today. Max Scherzer is doing some light throwing after his back surgery. Tyler Malley is, is several weeks into his his rehab. Uh, Jonathan Hernandez, who was injured at the end of last season, he- he'll be ready by opening day, but they're going to take a little slow with him after his oblique injury. So. Um, but that, that's about it in, in regards to the young, you know, his thumb is, is, it looks terrible. I mean, it's got, <laughs> got, got a scar and it's, it's still kind of swollen, but he can move it around. It doesn't hurt when he makes contact, you know, with, with the ball, when he's swinging the bat, he played the entire postseason with it. So he hasn't had any limitations. He said the spring, uh, I would expect that he would be among the earlier, uh, players to arrive, 
Um, but he's he's a full go. There shouldn't be any concern with him. Jeff Wilson, Rangers today with us in the press box here on ESPN Central Texas. And Jeff, how many pitchers will the Rangers take a look at in spring training? You mentioned Serger and Degrom and Molly not being able to do a whole lot and probably aren't expected back until July. So they got to fill some holes. But how many pitchers will they have there in camp to try to trim it down to a a 13-man bullpen and a starting rotation? Yeah, you know, I, I, I left my roster in the media room, so I don't have the exact numbers, but there's 69 players total in camp right now. Wow. Uh, it, it, it's usually a, a, a little heavier on the pitching side in terms of uh, the number of bodies, you know, and, you know, they bring in some catchers who have no chance of making the team just to have somebody to catch all these guys. Um, but they're going to they're going to cycle through a lot of them. You know, there, there's there's our the, the five starters, you know, Evaldi, Gray, Dunning, Heaney, Bradford. Uh, there there are a bunch of, of there's probably 10 guys, 10 other guys, uh, including Jack Leiter, Cole Wynn, uh, who, who will get a look at that. Uh, and and possibly be a chance to to make the team as a starter mm-hmm. uh, or, or fill a fill a good role in the, in the bullpen. You know, multi inning role. That's something that the Rangers need. So, uh, a lot of guys are going to get looks. It may not be in, in the, the big ballpark once game starts. It may be on the backfields uh, and in you know <laughs> B games, what they call them, or, or minor league games. What those start. Uh, but and and one guy to, to to keep an eye on is Danny Duffy. He's he's been a really good major league pitcher. Uh, starting pitcher, he pitched in Puerto Rico this winter. Uh, did well. He's healthy. Uh, if 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 the Rangers need starting depth, or if they feel like they need a, a, a guy for the rotation, I really, I really think Danny Duffy is going to get a heck of a chance. And when you start talking about guys that are getting a chance, and and this is just me being a football guy, do they? Do Young and Coach Bochy, do they kind of turn the bottom of the roster from a baseball standpoint? Will they bring some guys in later? Or or, or kind of is what you said with the 69 guys that are there, is that kind of how they move through the spring with kind of those guys and don't look to turn the bottom of that, the, the you know, the bottom of that roster at all? Well, you can never have enough pitching. You know that that's that's always the the mantra, and it doesn't. It's not just the 13 guys who are on the roster. It's the guys who are AAA and the guys who are Double A. And you know the Rangers have shown that they're not afraid to move move players from Double A to to Triple A. So, um, or, I'm sorry, from Double A to the major league. So there's there are a lot of guys who are going to get looks, and you know there are a lot of minor leaguers who are in in camp early, who you know these early games, you know starting pitchers go two inning tops. You know, and then and it's a gradual progression. So they're going to need guys later in these games. They call jicks just in case players, and um, it'll it'll be it'll be guys who are maybe not in big league camp, prospects who aren't in big league camp, but who who, who are highly regarded, uh, like a Dane Acker comes to mind, uh, somebody like that. So they'll get a look, and if they do well, they might they might get bumped over to big league. Camp. Jeff, you mentioned Jack Leiter just a few minutes ago, the number two pick in 2021 draft. He's 24 now. And how close is he, in your opinion, to making this roster? Because you've seen him play in double A. Yeah, you know, he he, he finished. They gave him a start at triple A to finish last year. Uh, It was after they took him off the mound to retool his, his, 
his mechanics and and um, he he responded really well. Uh, he looks like he's in great shape. Um, I, I think that you know, Chris Young said something interesting uh, not that long ago that that some of these minor league starters, if they don't if they don't make the ro- the rotation, they have a chance to make their debuts in the bullpen, and that's something mm-hmm. that the Rangers used to do with you know I mean Derek Holland is is the one who always comes to mind for me. Um, you know, lower pressure situations gets them a taste, kind of keeps them built up too. But look, they're going to need these minor league guys, you know, and, and teams just teams just do not um, go through a season with the same five starters. It, it's so rare. The 2011 Rangers did it; they didn't have a starter go on the injured list. But beyond that, I mean, it's it's you can count on one hand how many teams have done it here of late. So. You're going to need these guys. They need to. They need to step forward. You know, it's the same names we've been hearing for the last couple of years, and so it's time for them to, you know, cook or get off the stove. Had a way to say the politically correct answer. I like that. Go ahead, Jeff. Go ahead and give us a grade on how you feel the Rangers or the position that the Rangers minor league system is in right now. Is it a, do you feel like it's a strong system? Is it, is it someone that are, are, are there some people in there that you could see maybe packaged for a deal mid season? If, 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 if injury does come around. Yeah. You know, it's it, the baseball America has, has the Rangers having the third best farm system in baseball behind the Orioles and the Brewers. I mean, there's, there's plenty of talent, and then and there's no doubt about that. It you know it's it's you know it's gonna the the rankings they're gonna fall in the rankings when Evan Carter and Wyatt Langford uh, lose their their rookie uh, eligibility. You know, uh, you know once they clear 150 at bats, they're no longer contended considered a, a prospect. So, um, but there are guys. I mean, you know, Justin Foskey, Dustin Harris, uh, any of the pitchers we've we've just mentioned. The Rangers have have enough depth in the farm system to get anybody they want. It's just a matter of of, of you know how bad they want to do it, and and you know sometimes you you, you need to do it. Uh, last year, the Rangers needed Jordan Montgomery, and they traded two guys who were top 100 prospects to, mm-hmm. the, to the Cardinals. So you know that's that's kind of the 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 state of the Rangers farm system. It's really good. It's really deep. They keep adding to it. They've had really good drafts here of late, so there, there's it's, it's definitely much better than it was when they started this rebuild. That's for sure. Jeff Wilson, Rangers today, with us in the press box here on ESPN Central Texas, and one of the guys that is making a lot of noise uh, in the off season just because of who he has been uh, previously and what he was able to do in the short time. But Langford, it, I'm I'm hearing rumors that. He may be the surprise, and, and no pun intended, the surprise and surprise Arizona <laughs> of having a real legitimate chance of making the 40-man roster. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bruce Bochy just said it this morning. Uh, they're going to give him a shot. You know, I mean, there's a he's a talented guy. He was an advanced, advanced college hitter. Uh, he came up and, and just, you know, tore it up in, in the minor leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you you think that that this guy is, is, is has got a chance, and um, he's fast. You know, he's a former catcher, so the outfield defense isn't quite there yet. But we're talking about a guy who who really does have a chance. And uh, you know, part, part of the part of the deal is that if if one of your top prospects 
opens the season on the major league roster and wins rookie of the year, then you get a first round draft pick. So, you know, there, there's a, there are a lot of things tied into this. And, uh, but, but the main thing is that Wyatt Langford is really good. Talking to Jeff Wilson again, Jeff, I'm going to get you a little bit about, or talk to you a little bit about the contract that Bobby Witt Jr. signed, albeit outside the Rangers. I know baseball guys follow baseball. Talk to me a little bit about the strategy of signing, which is a long-term deal with a team like the Royals. And do you think that is something where they're, they're kind of going to make him the face of that franchise, giving him the deal for that long of 11 years? Yeah, well, um, you know, the Rangers share their, their complex with the Royals. So, uh, and, and Bobby Witt went to Colleyville Heritage High School, 20 minutes away from the, from Globe Life Field. So, I mean, his dad's Bobby Witt Sr., obviously, who pitched for the Rangers. A lot of Rangers ties. He was drafted the second overall in 2019. That was the Josh Young, Davis Wenzel, Cody Bradford draft for, for Big 12 Rangers people. Um, he, he's, he's, he's a heck of a player, man. I mean, he, you know, you look at what he did last year, 30 homers, 40 steals. Um, he, he is a really, really good defensive player. Uh, he's the best high school player I've ever seen. Uh, he, he just had instincts that, that guys just normally don't have. And, um, he, he, he deserved it. I mean, he, he is, he is going to be a good player for a long, long time. You know, and the Royals have also kind of announced plans for a new ballpark. Uh, they, they announced it curiously the day after the Super Bowl when everybody in Kansas City was was riding high and probably all for whatever whatever they could propose. So um, get it out now and, and get it in the open. But you know, building a ballpark is is a big deal, and 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 it it leads to a lot of capital for a team. And the Royals, of course, in the small markets, they need as much money as they can get. You know, Bobby Wood just signed a club friendly deal, which is to their advantage. They just need some of their draft picks. To hit. You know, they've drafted high for for several years, uh, but Witt's the only one who's really, really emerged and blossomed. So, um, you know, a lot of it's a, a lot of it's luck. You know, with these draft picks, uh, a lot of it is, is being smart and 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 making deals like this to to secure long term guys. And honestly, it's something the Rangers need to consider doing. You know, they need to consider it with Josh Young. They need to consider it with Evan Carter if he has a good year. Um, you want to lock these guys up. It'll help you in the future financially. And then in the end it'll it'll end up helping them too. So um all 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 four of the Bobby Woodsons. He's a great kid and he does have a chance to be a face of that team for a long, long time. Jeff, where are the Rangers at with the Jordan Montgomery situation right now? Yeah, I, I I don't uh I don't see that one happening. Uh, you know, unless 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 they come up with an extremely unique deal. Like I'm talking like Otani unique, you know, the wow. the deferring a ton of money, you know, the Rangers are already over uh the 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 luxury tax threshold, which because they went over last year, this year they have to pay a steeper a steeper penalty. Um there but but the T V situation's a real thing. You know, they don't they don't know they don't have a TV deal for next year. They don't have money that they know is coming next year. So, mm-hmm. you know, it seems like it will come. I mean, this is a, you know, DFW is in the number five media market. Uh, so the team just won the World Series, and it's going to be good for a while. But one thing to, to note is that the Rangers are going to have their highest payroll ever. So it's not like they haven't spent the money. 
It's just they might not be wanting to spend any more without a little more certainty. Now, if Jordan Montgomery wants to, to win and he liked it here and he wants to bet on himself and is willing to defer some of that money, I mean, he made $10 million last year, so it's not like he's hurting, um, then, then there's a chance. But I just think that right now it, it's going to take something pretty pretty darn unique for, for it to, to work for for the Rangers. Why in the world would he be asking for $170 million? I mean, you just, I mean, it's, it's kind of just an absolute stretch in my mind. I, I get that you were a big part of this rotation and, and you did a lot of good things. And, but I mean, to get the price sticker that high in, in just a, a few months, doesn't make a whole lot yeah. of sense. I don't know that anybody's going to sign him at that. Well, if you if you if you compare his numbers to Aaron Aaron Nola, who pitches for the Phillies, uh, Montgomery's are better. Nola signed a seven year contract for one hundred seventy five million dollars at the start of the offseason. That's you know <laughs> Scott Boris Scott Boris has said that's the comp. You know, okay, right that's the comp. Um, that's the but, key name you but, said, but it is Scott, Scott Boris. Boris, right? That's exactly <laughs> right, right but, Stretch. I mean, Jordan Jordan's good. All right, he's 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 a he's a good pitcher. Obviously, he, he showed what he did. He's been very, very good when he's pitched for Mike Maddox, uh, who's about to walk by me. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna mute myself a little bit here. But um, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's at this point though, you would think that he would understand that the market just isn't gonna work out for him this year. Uh, same thing with Blake Snell. Now, so, somebody's gonna give him some money. Don't, don't get me wrong here, but um, it just. You know, and, and this is his first time as a free agent. Maybe his last time. You know, right. thirty. You know, if he gets a seven-year deal that takes him to thirty-seven, uh, that's 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 plenty of time to to call it quits and go back to South Carolina where he's from, or you know, do whatever you do in South Carolina. And then, uh, but <laughs> I mean, if I was a free agent, I had teams that wanted to pay me that kind of money. I'd try to get as much as I could now, but they might have overshot their uh, asking price. It's just been a weird market. Let me ask you this. You think Ray Davis minds paying that luxury tax if they win it all again? <laughs> no, I don't. I think I think, uh, I think that's got to be in the back of his mind. I mean, come on, you know. I mean, it was a real small fee this year. They barely went over. It was only like $2 million. But, you know, 30%, I think, is, is the fee now on the overage. So 30% of, I don't know, I think they're $20 million over right now. I can't do that kind of math. I think it's what, now $6 million, something like that. Um, anyway. It, it all adds up, you know. Rich guys get rich by being smart with their money, and and uh, uh, can't say that Ray Davis isn't rich or smart with his money. Jeff Wilson, Rangers today, with us in the press box here on ESPN Central Texas. And Jeff, tell them how they can find Rangers today. And you got a special running right now while you're in surprise. You are correct. Um, go to RangersToday.com. Um, check out today's daily newsletter. There's a link for a. That'll get you to a QR code for an annual subscription for $48, 20% off. Uh, I already had a couple people glom onto that one. I mean, it's it's that's four dollars a month. I mean, that's that's you know you can find you can find four dollars a month in your in your underneath your your seat in your car. I mean, it's, <laughs> it, 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 it's there for you. It's good coverage. Obviously, I'm I'm live and surprised. I'm going to be here uh, three three other times. So. Um, there's a lot, a lot to look forward to just this spring. It's probably worth it, but, uh, to get you a full year of minor league coverage, major league coverage, uh, that's really, you don't find anywhere else. It's, it's, it's pretty hard to beat. 
There's none better. He does it the best. It's Jeff Wilson from Rangers today. And, Jeff, what's on tap for this afternoon for Jeff Wilson? I know you talked about the players going to play golf or going to find something good to eat. Are you on the menu side of things, or are you going to hit the links? Well, uh, I got in late last night, so I need to go to the grocery store. I got I to gotta, <laughs> get some supplies. So I've got some errands to run afterwards, and uh, and then we'll we'll see what all I got to write. But uh, it's going to be I'll be I'll be done by supper time, no doubt about it. All right, Jeff. Appreciate the time as always. Have fun and surprise, and I really appreciate you hopping on with us. We'll talk to you next week. All right, fellas. Sounds good. There he goes, Jeff Wilson, Rangers today, and he's right. It's worth. A lot more than $4 a month to have Rangers today. You get an inbox uh, each and every day of the updates, what's going on. Then you can get the insights from Surprise Arizona. Just a whole lot of fun to keep up with it, and nobody does it better than Jeff Wilson. Stay right there. The Press Box continues as she's back. Come join us live from Rudy's this Thursday for the Baylor Coaches Show. Join us Thursday as we talk golf with women's golf coach Jay Goble and men's golf coach Mike McGraw. The Baylor Coaches Show, this Thursday from 6 till 7 p.m. is with John Morris here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan, you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. It's true. At the Foundation Doctor, we have our own proprietary solution called Stable Soil. Stable Soil is a quick, inexpensive application that stabilizes the soil under your home. It's fast-acting, long-lasting, and puts a stop to those pesky cracks and sticking doors. Only the Foundation Doctor offers this revolutionary product. So give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. It's back, folks. 1.9% for 72 months on every 2024 Silverado Light Duty. With the largest selection of new and pre-owned inventory, couple that with the number one rated service department in the state, the choice is clear. The Jim Turner Chevrolet is the place to go for all your automotive needs. So take that short drive to McGregor and give us an opportunity to earn your business with honesty and transparency. So give us a call, 840-3261. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Family, buying new roads. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. 
At Kish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands, Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Ring is right around the corner, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for years. There's finance options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free home estimate. Universal Windows Central Texas.com. That's Universal Windows Central Texas.com. Or call 254 301 7760 and be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Time now for Stephanie Sports Talk. A look at sports through the eyes of Stephanie, as only she could do with the Googles. Presented by Advanced Leveling House and Foundation Repair, Epperson Tractor, La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina, Mosby's Land Management, Stiefel Investments, Volkswagen of Waco. She's back. I think I just need a couple more uh, sponsors on this. and Yes, you do. I agree with that. I think it's like a, a battle between me and Mosley who can have the most sponsors. We we need a somebody with pizza. Yeah, like Shorty's, Kyle, if you're listening. Yes. Over at Shorty's Pizza Shack. So I can have some pizza for lunch. Exactly. I'll see what I can do about that. I'm hungry. I'm hungry, too. Don't talk about it. All right. Okay. Well, today is Valentine's I, I like, Yeah. And I'm wearing you're, pink. You're wearing pink for Valentine's. Barbie. Barbie's in the room. <laughs> My goodness. Okay. Okay, so today is supposed to be the day of love. Oh, Hearts, boy. all Here that. There we go. So I went through the Googles. Imagine that. And I'm going to list some athletes who actually either proposed on Valentine's Day. Oh, no. Got married on Valentine's Day. How, how corny. Or had a baby on Valentine's Day. How corny is it to propose on Valentine's Day? It is not corny. It's very romantic if you do it right. No, it's not. Yes, it is. That is just a, that's a give up. I mean, nobody's ever proposed to me on Valentine's Day. <laughs> that doesn't None surprise me. None of my me. ex-husbands. <laughs> None of my ex-husbands. Wow. <laughs> My dad just said, daddy just said, here, I'll pay you to take her. (laughs) And since he's a preacher, you know, we got it. I'm not saying, look, guys, if you're out there getting ready to propose, I'm not trying to knock you down. Just do it. You think that that's. You know what? I would love to go to a sporting event. And have it on the big screen. Yes. No. That would be so fun. Did you not see friends? That's not, that's a, that's a bad (laughs) move. 
think it's great. It's a bad okay, move. Well, maybe not me, but somebody else. I think it'd be cute. Uh, see, I, I don't. I, I think don't. it's cute. Girls like that kind of stuff. They really like to be proposed to on Valentine's Day. Some do. I don't care. I would think you would like to do it that like, is not, I would like not so it. predictable. I would like to do it like at a cowboy game when they win. <laughs> Good luck. Don't do it in the right, playoffs. Don't make the playoffs. Make sure it's regular season against somebody an, an NFC East opponent. Yeah. Oh, okay, there you go. Or you know, over at you know, even at a right. Texas Rangers All game. Right. So is today the most what? the biggest day for proposals for marriage? Sometimes you would think yeah. that Valentine's Day is it's the most Valentine's and New Year's. Okay. Valentine's and New Year's and I then can buy Christmas. That. I can buy that. So I'm I'm saying, Scott, I know you're listening. Oh, here we go. Don't propose to She's me today. She's begging. <laughs> I'm not begging. We are very happy. Thank you. All it's right. like we're already married. All right. But do it on St. Patrick's Day. Do it on an off day. Like surprise. That's what, that's what do I'm it on saying. An off day. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think that'd be yeah. kind of cool, you know. Yeah. But um. All right. Okay. So I'm here, sorry. It's didn't mean okay. to derail you. <laughs> you did It's not hard to do, but <laughs> I didn't mean to. <laughs> you're so funny. Um, oh, and today's the day that, you know, well, everybody knows more flowers and chocolate are sold today than any day of the year. I, I, I will have to, I'm going to interrupt you for just a second. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Derail you that's okay. Again. Okay. But I did go to the grocery store last night and I just had to pick up a couple of things. Just, I'm, I'm going to bounce in and bounce out. I've never seen so many flowers. In your and life. So many chocolates and so many balloons. I thought there is no way. I mean, they had aisles and aisles and aisles of flowers already vased up, Ready balloons to go. everywhere. Yeah, they're it, they're smart. They know that people guys wait to the last minute and just walk was, in and it was grab unbelievable. The and, and there was some knuckleheads that were grabbing it, of course. And but I just there's no way they sell all that today. I don't know. Hey, Stretch didn't wait to the last minute. He said he got up this morning and his girl had his first stuff early. Yeah, but most men do wait till the very last minute. Like, oh man, I got to go because they forget. They, they don't forget. They don't care. But women then, do care. I know, but they just, they think, uh-oh. <laughs> I, better, I, do I better get this done. Or it's right. going to be bad when I get home. Right. All right, here we go. You ready? Yeah. Here are athletes, like I said, either proposed, got married, or had a kid. Okay. Okay. Proposed. You're going to start with well, that list? I'm not sure which one's which. <laughs> oh, good grief. All right. Los Angeles Rams safety Taylor Rapp proposed to his girlfriend, Danny Johnson, right after they won the Super Bowl, which is right around the time of Valentine's Day. Okay. Okay. All right. L.A. Rams Van Jefferson, his wife, gave birth to their son. That's On Valentine's sweet. Day? Mm-hmm, that's okay. sweet. Okay. Yeah. Jonathan Owens of the Houston, Texas, and Simone Biles got engaged last year on Valentine's Day. Now, wait. I thought she was going to some guy for the Green Bay Packers. Oh, I don't know. No. Who's her fiance? Well, he did play. Did he uh Jonathan Owens? Yeah, he does play for the Packers. You I don't just, know. You just I said Texans. Up. Maybe he played for the Texans. I don't know. I don't follow them. <laughs> okay. I mean, I am following them now. They, I'll be following them next I mean, year I was because just, of CJ's the only, trial. I was not questioning you. But I was just questioning, did it's she get okay, engaged? You question me. Did she get engaged <laughs> last year to Jonathan Owens and then all of a sudden start dating a Packer? He 
No, he is, I just he he played for the Texans last year, and, and he is he, a Green Bay Packer this year. Correct. So when he was a Texan, okay, he proposed to her on Valentine's Day, and I do know he is a Packer because I remember they showed her on the sidelines, right, with him. That's what I was. I, that's what I remember. Out, this, so I get it. Making out, whatever, <laughs> in the backseat of the '64 <laughs> Chevy, <laughs> right? According to Bob Seger. All right, LeBron and Savannah James. Yeah. They started dating on Valentine's Day years ago. Okay. Okay. That's kind of special. You remember Your that. Your first date, Valentine's Day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade, mm-hmm. they started dating the day after, well, around Valentine's Day was their first date. Okay. And then, of course, you know, they have a child. Victoria and David Beckham. Yes. It was around Valentine's Day that they met, and they met at a, at one of his soccer games. Soccer game. Mm-hmm. Well, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Andre Agassi and Steffi Graf. Right. Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Mm-hmm. And now, he, married he, or dating? No, they're married now. Yeah, they Did got they get married, married on, on Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Uh-huh. Yeah, and remember, right. he used to, back in the day, be hanging out with Brooke Shields. Yes, he did. And Steffi broke him up. <laughs> Good for her, I guess. Right. <laughs> okay, I like this this couple because he has my name. Oh, Aisha and Steph Curry. Okay, uh, didn't get married on Valentine's Day, but got engaged on Valentine's Day. Okay, so but they were high school sweethearts. They were. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So Good for them. Um, that's all I could find. The rest were just like actors that don't know how to play sports. So uh, we won't mention them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, I thought it was kind of cool that, you know, there's some guys out there that are still romantics. You and, think so? Mm-hmm. All right. And, I mean, I even saw a couple of players, but I think they're husbands, um, like for, like, Michigan State and, and some colleges who have proposed to their girlfriend, you know. Right. On a football field, but it wasn't, like, well, Valentine's Day. I, so. You know, if it was on a football field, I don't. Spring I, training. Maybe it's a spring game. I don't know. Well, not in not in February. Well, maybe. There's not a spring game in February. They there's, could be on the field practicing throwing the ball. No, they they probably not. Not on Valentine's Day. <laughs> you never know. Well, I do know. <laughs> I just I have to tell you that. Yes, it does not well, happen. I'm not seeing like a team organized practice. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. Maybe like go you throw the go throw the ball with your girlfriend on a football field and propose to her. Yeah, that's pretty she likes anticlimactic. Well, I don't know. I'm just saying. That's what I found. Does it on need the- to be on a football field is what you're saying? No, it doesn't. So, Scott, if you need to find a football field. No, Scott, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, baby. I'm good. Where did Valentine's Day come from? Uh, Valentino. No. In Italy. <laughs> that's where Cupid's from. That is where Cupid's from. I read it once. You you read it once? When I was little. <laughs> How little were you? Small. <laughs> <laughs> Where does it come from? It comes from the Saint Greek word. Valentine. What is he, a priest? It, yes. Okay, so what's in Italy? The Vatican. <sighs> there you go. <laughs> it's a feast of Saint Valentine. On February 14th is where it came from in the 8th century. Well, I wasn't born then. 
<laughs> you, you, really? She thinks for the insights on that. Well, there, uh, you can you can tell how much Valentine's means to me. Just a shame. I mean, I would rather celebrate Mardi Gras or we did that yesterday. St. Patrick's Day. You know. What does St. Patrick have over St. Valentine? I don't know. Green beer? Leprechauns. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I just, no, we're we're celebrating Valentine's tonight at home. I know you I don't want to be out in the crowd. There's nothing wrong with that. No, I mean, if you're taking your woman out or your man out, first of all, don't be taking a man out. They need to be taking you out, so. But if you're taking. That's not true. That's, that's. That's not true. I was I'm old fashioned. There's nothing wrong with a a nice lady taking a man out. Matter of fact, I think you should pay tonight for Scott. Yeah, you I should. I already did. I already <laughs> bought it last night. <laughs> <laughs> I no. I'm all about, you know, Dutch and all that. Well, kind of. <laughs> no, Stop you're laughing. not. <laughs> Who are you trying to kid? I contribute. You do I contribute. I do contribute a lot. You bring a lot to the table. A lot. You do. I do. Yeah, just not your checkbook. I bring some. Not a lot. <laughs> I'm in radio, for Christ's sake. <laughs> All right. Happy Valentine's <laughs> Day. Happy Valentine's Day. All right. Enjoy it. Coming up next, we will get into some college basketball as the Bears get the win at home, and that's what they have to do on their home court in the Big 12. It just means that much. That's coming up next on the Press Box. Glenn Moore and Baylor Bear Softball all season long on 101.3 FM. Baylor Softball on the road at McNeese State on Thursday. 5.45 for the warm-up show, 6 p.m. first pitch Thursday for Baylor Softball on 101.3 FM. Join Foster Nicholas for Baylor Bear Softball on 101.3 FM. Hey, right now at the all-new Volkswagen of Waco, we're holding a February all-out sellout. That means we're out setting all-time sales records, so you can expect huge selection of brand-new Volkswagens, big discounts, easy credit, top dollar for trades. Look, it's car buying, simple, easy, and fun. We're the hometown guys, Volkswagen of Waco and VolkswagenofWaco.com. The best price, the best place, it's the best way to buy a car. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. Since 2006, Scott's Lease Trailers has leased commercial belly dump trailers and commercial flatbed trailers to customers throughout Central Texas. The leases at Scott's Lease Trailers are available long-term or short-term. They have several trailers to choose from, and all their trailers are guaranteed to pass Texas Department of Transportation inspection at pickup. Family-owned and operated and located in Cossie, Scott's Lease Trailers. They will answer your phone call no matter the day or time. Call James at 254-422-5375. That's 254-422-5375. You're home for the World Champion Texas Rangers. ESPN Central Texas. 
Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, the Tom Eva. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Okay, everyone, check this out from D'Amori Fine Jewelers in Waco. D'Amori Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at D'Amori Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have Earthmine diamonds and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab-grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. No middleman markup and only the very best high color, high clarity, and high transparency material. So you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by D'Amori Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. D'Amori Fine Jewelers at D'AmoriFineJewelers.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. And welcome back to the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas on this Valentine's Day. As Stretch is getting ready to make the big impression tonight. <laughs> well, the big impression was right there with that flock of seagulls lead in by Aaron. How about that? Aaron Sexton on the seagulls in a while. Aaron Sexton on the wheels of steel, just knocking it out of the park. He does that on a regular basis now for us, Stretch. Pretty, uh, pretty impressive that he can find music yeah, like, for old guys like us. Yeah, I like how he, you know he comes out with a little. Boston, every once in a while, he'll bring some sticks, but block of seagulls now. Wait a minute. I wouldn't, I was pretty, uh, I was still pretty young when they were singing that, uh, singing that song and wearing those hairdos that they had. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, were you an MTV guy? Well, you're, you're kind of in that wheelhouse. My, dad, my, yeah, my dad being a military guy, uh, I was raised in a military home and I remember, when I first started like trying to flip on MTV, my dad would walk in and say, mindless television is what that crap is. And I'm like, well, yeah, maybe he's right. Did I watch a little MTV? I did watch a little MTV. What if, you know, you got to be honest with yourself. Yeah. I, I, I had it on that. That was the go-to you walk in 
uh, to the dorm room or uh, even later on in, into the apartment. And, you know, MTV was just always on. It was kind of background back then because it was so new and it actually had music on it that, you know, n- nowadays it, there's no music on it. It's just <laughs> it's different nowadays. But back then... It, it was like having the radio going all the time. It was just videos instead of just the radio. Well, I can tell you my go-to college TV show was the gong show. So that was my, <laughs> I can remember sprinting, sprinting to the dorm room to say, let me just see Chuck Barris come out there one time. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a, I was a gong show guy. I, I, I thought that was the goofiest, quirkiest. I, you know, it, it just was a great changed show. my whole yeah, it changed my whole mindset. The whole, the whole. Uh, now we know where it came process. from. That's now exactly we know right. where it came starting from. All, starting to all add up. Isn't it? It's all adding up for you. Baylor gets the win last night. Stretch seventy-nine to sixty-two. We talked about how important it was to protect your home court. That's exactly what they were able to do at the Foster Pavilion. And this is certainly starting to see. Like, it is a home court advantage with a packed house last night of 7,500, and it was raining threes last night for the Bears. Yeah, like we talked about earlier, I mean, Jaden Dunn being just red hot from beyond the arc. Here's what I like, though, Ward, when we look at this, and we talked about this multiple times. Iowa State, Houston, 8-3 and in the conference. Baylor and Tech, 7-4. and I mean, it's it's wide open right now who's going to win this thing. It really is. And I know, obviously, you've got the national rankings. But I'm talking about if you had to pick a team right now to win the conference, uh, I mean, Baylor's got as good a shot as anybody. I mean, who are you going with right now? You're going to you're gonna be a front runner like our boy Aaron does and just say, well, I'm going to pick the Houston Cougars? Or you're going to have a little, uh, you're going to have a little uh, closing ability to you. Well, right now, for me, I think everybody's chasing Houston because I think that that roster is that good. I mean, you could call them the Houston Cougars, or you can call them the Houston Rockets, in my opinion. They're they're that good right now. But any given night, you can see something happen in the Big 12, and that's how difficult this is. You've got to bring your A game. You slip a little bit in this conference, and it's, it's going to get a little dicey for you. I mean, it's it, it just... There's no guarantees night in and night out in this conference, I don't think. No, and, and it's going to – we've talked about this too. It's going to get interesting here as, again, these teams make a push to, to, to you know, going into the Big 12 tournament. And then how are they going to – you know, how are teams – let's say that know they're in the dance. You talked about this. Are they going to want to rest their lineup a right. little bit? Are they going to want to go with fresh legs? It'll be interesting to see how they uh, – you know, really how they navigate through that. What What is your opinion on that? Do you if if you're on a little bit of a roll, do you do you want to press the issue going into the Big Twelve tournament? And look, we're we're not there yet. We're getting close, but we're not there yet. Do you want to push the issue to say, hey, we just got to keep playing at the top of our game and absolutely keep the momentum going, or are you on the side where I am to say, hey, we're going to go out there and play to win the game, but if we don't, it's still okay. We need to get a little bit underneath us to go into this run of March Madness. No, you gotta you gotta be healthy going into the going into the big dance, no question about it. But you're gonna have teams that are gonna be playing to get into March Madness. And I get and that's that. where 
Yeah, and that's where you. So, so here's what I'm saying. And, and again, I'm just a, I'm just a, a dumb football coach. But I can tell you this: that let's say you go play one of these teams that are kind of fringe there, Kansas State, Texas. They're going to be flying around and going after loose balls, going after those 50-50 situations. And are you how are you going to deal with it if, if one of those guys you know dives for a ball, runs into somebody's knee, hits one of your star players? I get what you're saying. I just think you got to go play it all out, and you got to go play to win every game. And if you don't, uh, you know there's a chance that uh, you could get injured. All, anyway, all the time. But I think you got to go all out when you when, when they blow the whistle, it's on. I I agree with that. I I agree with that wholeheartedly. And there there are some teams that will either get in or get left out by what they do in their conference tournament. But I also think that hey, look, if we go out there, we're going to go out there to try to win. Make no mistake about it. But if things are not going as planned maybe I go to the bench and get those guys a little bit of playing time and I'm okay with that because they need to get some time on the court in game-type situations and I can rest my starters and then we can get ready for the tournament. If you've already got your seed pretty much, if if it's not going to make a difference where you're going, like Houston or like Baylor uh, or like Kansas, those three teams will probably already be set. It's not going to make a difference whether they win the Big 12 tournament or not. And if they don't, it's not going to change their seating going into the dance. If I'm one of those type of teams, I I get my starters in. We go out and see what happens. But if things start sliding a little bit, hey, let's go to the bench and get these kids some some good burn and let them play some some time because you never know. You might need them later. Yeah, and I, I agree with you. I mean, you 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 got to create some depth, and you've got to. The only way you get better is is playing the game and playing at the speed of the game. So I don't have an issue with that. I just think that it will be interesting to see how these Big Twelve coaches decide to, uh, or how much they're going to play their starters. When, like you're saying, if their seating is already set in your mind. Uh, you know, you got to think, regardless of what happens here, I mean, Houston is going to be a one seed. And then, you know, after that, you know, where do guys, what bracket do guys want to go? I, I don't know. It, it, it's interesting because, again, this is my football mentality is we're going we're gonna to play them all wide open. But with the basketball and playing so many games and trying to manage – uh, you know those guys and, and and manage their minutes. It's 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 going to be it's, it's going to be it's going to. I still think it's going to make for a good watch all the way through the Big Twelve tournament. I agree, hundred percent. Iowa State wins uh, last night over Cincinnati, sixty-eight to fifty-nine. They get the road win, and also BYU at home takes down UCF, ninety to eighty-eight. And no games coming up today uh, in the men's side of things in the Big Twelve, but. Coming up on Saturday, it is a full slate of uh, Big 12 basketball. So should be a whole lot of fun uh, keeping up with that as the uh, Bears will be back in action uh, coming up on Saturday at West Virginia at a 5 o'clock tip and a 4.30 pregame right here on ESPN Central Texas. And you can uh, you can bet the Bears will be ready to go into West Virginia. And stretch, West Virginia – to me, 
we've seen them win some games. It's always been tough to go to Morgantown and get a win, but I don't think it's as tough as it used to be since Huggins is not there. Well, you mean that's that's the key. I mean, he, uh, you know, he he resigned and then decided, oh, maybe I don't want to resign. I think that was a really tough uh, position that they were put into. Uh, Huggins has done a great job, whether he was it's when he was at Cincinnati earlier in his career and what he did at West Virginia as a basketball mind. Uh, they're they're down this year, and that's a place where you've got to go in and you got to take care of business. Uh, but certainly, it's a tough place to go. I mean, it's just you know you're kind of it, it's it's that small town feel, and if you don't go in there ready to play, you you, you can get yourself in a dogfight, no doubt about it. Women's basketball tonight, a full slate in the Big 12, and you've got uh, number five Texas at Houston, Cincinnati at Kansas City, uh, number seven Kansas State at Iowa State, Oklahoma State at Texas Tech in Lubbock, and number 21 Bears, Baylor at number 23 Oklahoma, 5.30 pregame, 6 o'clock tip-off right here on ESPN Central Texas as the Lady Bears uh, go up against Oklahoma tonight trying to get on the – left side of the column get another w for the lady bears and keep that momentum going we'll take the break when we come back it's rj Ochoa from blogging the boys let's talk some cowboys next on the press box baylor big 12 basketball on espn central texas the bears hit the road in big 12 play headed to morgantown to take on west virginia saturday 4 30 for the countdown to tip off 5 p.m tip off saturday follow the bears through the big 12 conference with pat nunley and john morris here on the flagship station for baylor basketball espn central texas Hey, right now at the all-new Volkswagen of Waco, we're holding a February all-out sellout. That means we're out setting all-time sales records, so you can expect huge selection of brand-new Volkswagens, big discounts, easy credit, top dollar for trades. Look, it's car buying, simple, easy, and fun. We're the hometown guys, Volkswagen of Waco and VolkswagenofWaco.com. The best price, the best place, yeah, the best way to buy a car. Announcing the $12 lunch menu Tuesday through Friday at the Brazos Landing. This menu is the most diverse in town. No matter what you're craving, it's a good bet. The Brazos Landing has an entree to satisfy your appetite. Check out the one-of-a-kind 8-ounce Akaushi burger or the 6-ounce Akaushi ribeye chicken fried steak. Their chili relleno is famous, and if seafood is on your mind, try the shrimp or crawfish etouffee. Where I-35 and the Brazos River meet, the Brazos Landing, Waco. Every day, Incommons Bank strives to be the best community bank in Central Texas. Each of their six Central Texas locations have a proud history in the communities they serve. In addition, Incommons Bank offers modern-day services to their customers, including mobile banking, where you can access your account night or day, insurance services to make sure you are covered, competitive home mortgage loans, and free business checking. At Incommons Bank, you can open your new account online. It's quick and easy. Learn more at IncommonsBank.com. Member FDIC and Equal House. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. 
Patients everywhere are experiencing joint pain relief thanks to QC Kinetics regenerative treatments. So how does this non-surgical approach work? QC Kinetics Medical Director Dr. Aaron Wolkoff explains. It's like when you get a paper cut and the cells that come onto that scene first stop the bleeding and then it recruits more cells to form new skin and new soft tissue. And then you look down a week later, two weeks later, and it's like nothing happened and that paper cut never existed. In this same way, QC Kinetics uses your natural biologics to help repair repair and restore aching knees, hips, shoulders, and backs. We take those same similar cells in different areas that are arthritic, are painful, and we cause this kind of internal self-healing that can resolve patients' pain. Relief without surgery. See if you're a candidate for QC Kinetics regenerative treatments. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Time to talk Cowboys with R.J. Ochoa from Blogging the Boys on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas. And joining us now from Blogging the Boys in ESPN San Antonio, fresh off a radio row, R.J. Ochoa. R.J., happy Valentine's Day. Well, I appreciate it. Hope you uh, you got me something chocolatey. Or- <laughs> <laughs> uh, great to be with you all. I know you're into it, and I know you've taken care of your business. There's no doubt about that, right? Yeah, absolutely. I've learned my lesson so many times. Uh, you've got you know, to be a professional when it comes to something like this. you got to you got to stay sharp. Especially coming off of a week being out in Las Vegas. I mean, you, you had to do your due diligence. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my wife is um, is incredible and, you know, took care of the house and the, and the baby and the two dogs. And, um, you know, all while I was, uh, you know, charged with talking to really cool people. Uh, so, um, it's, uh, it's a pretty uneven trade-off. So, I do my best to make up for what I can. R.J. Ochoa blogging the boys in ESPN San Antonio with us here in the press box. And R.J., the Cowboys now have made it official. It is Mike Zimmer to take over the defense for the Dallas Cowboys. What does this do for this defense? And how much movement now do they need to make as the offseason continues with free agency and and posture themselves into the draft to get the defense that Mike Zimmer wants to run? Yeah, I mean, I think that this is um, it's nice to finally have this behind them. It felt, it felt like it took forever. Um, this is, you know, one of the more important off seasons they're going to have had as a franchise. And 
you know, the entire drought in almost 30 years. And Mike Zimmer is obviously somebody who they're expecting to take them to a different place defensively and to help kind of stop this bleeding. And um, I think you know, I'm excited to kind of hear from him and, and see, you know, what he envisions and how he envisions operating differently from, from Dan Quinn. But there's no question that, you know, they, they've got to shore things up there. I mean, I think we – we think of them as being really dramatically away, but there's a lot to work with. And, and, you know, you have to restock, you have to retool, and you have to, you know, constantly adapt. And, and that's something that they've kind of failed to do in the last couple of off seasons. Well, let me ask you this, RJ. With, with Rex Ryan coming out and making a statement Monday, hey, I'm not out of this thing, and there was some time there with some maybe some inconsistencies with – the story whether Schefter came out and was saying, hey, it's not done yet with Mike Zimmer. In your mind, are you hearing anything or what was the holdup? Was it the staff? Was it Zimmer wanting to bring some of his guys that know his defense? Was it money? Was it length of the contract? Any idea what was taking so long uh, to get Mike back in the building? Yeah, I mean, I honestly have no earthly idea um, just because the situation was so unique, especially with you know, not just Rex Ryan being involved, but the other primary person being involved, having such a platform, um, given, you know, where Rex Ryan currently works. And if I had to guess, I, I would imagine it would have been, you know, contractual related, money related. And, you know, I think the, the Rex Ryan of it all kind of maybe allowed Mike Zimmer a point of leverage that he didn't necessarily have, you know, when he, he first expressed interest in the opportunity. And I don't think it, it, you know, hurt Mike's case either that it was reported that Mike McCarthy called him up. I mean, there's no question the Cowboys are kind of in a desperate spot as a franchise. And so, um, you know, I think we've all been there. We say, you know, I'll just, you know, I'll hit the snooze button for five more minutes. And I think that Mike Zimmer was kind of in a unique opportunity to be able to do stuff like that. How do you think this is going to work between Mike McCarthy and Mike Zimmer? Is this something that you feel like can be fluid? I think it has to be, and I mean, I, I haven't said, but, you know, to be a little bit more forthright or more forthcoming, I'm I'm not as, you know, into this as most people kind of are, at least in, in my uh, understanding of how most people feel about this. I'm, I'm okay with Mike as a choice, but um, the process and how we got here um, sticks a little bit in my craw, and, and maybe I'm just getting older, but uh, it just feels a little bit too coincidental that a longtime favorite of the Cowboys was available, and, you know, he just happened to be the right guy for the job, but I, and so, I mean, I, I think that that presents value for, for Mike Zimmer, and I don't mm -hmm. think he's showing up to, to necessarily be told what to do. It does right. kind of feel like, um, I don't want to say he's the head coach of the defense, but, but Mike McCarthy always allowed Dan Quinn, you know, full and total liberty to kind of act as, as he saw fit um, on the defensive side of the ball. So I, I would anticipate it to be pretty similar, that this is, this is Mike Zimmer's defense and that Mike McCarthy is just going to stay on his side of the building. Talking with R.J. Ochoa. R.J., let me ask you this. They, uh, Dallas has multiple openings on the defensive side right now. Are you hearing any names that either have Zimmer ties or that Zimmer could be bringing in to replace the defensive line coach uh, who, took the, who took the coordinator's job in Seattle, uh, Witt Jr., who was the safeties coach? Uh, is there any guys that – Zimmer is posturing, or do you are you hearing any names that the Cowboys could bring in to fill those uh, those spots on the defensive side? Nothing yet, and I think that you know maybe now that this dust is starting to settle, um, you know those things might start to kind of fall into place. Obviously, they had the the move blocked yesterday by the New York Giants, and 
and I think, you know, I, I don't put a ton of stock in the Zimmer not having coached in a few years, but I do think that that presents a challenge for, for things like this. I mean, you know, it's been now two years since Mike Zimmer was dismissed after as the head coach of the Vikings, and, and that's a lifetime in terms of NFL coaching cycles. I mean, all the people that he, you know, may have wanted to work with have, have obviously since gone on to, to find different opportunities. And um, it's, it's difficult as well because, and, and this is something that, you know, when I was tweeting that I wasn't necessarily a fan of the way this all went down, something I was constantly told by, by all these fans who have lined up to chug the Kool-Aid once again was, <laughs> well, hey, I mean, you know, what, what do you expect? You know, Mike, Mike McCarthy's in a contract here. You know, how can, how can they necessarily appear to be attractive to, to would-be candidates? And I agree with that in, in totality, but, I mean, that's a situation that, that they designed for themselves. I'm, I'm not going to, you know, spare the Cowboys or give them an excuse because, you know, they put themselves behind this eight ball. And so that that's a reality. I mean, the, the more, I think we all think it's, it's probably more likely than not that Mike McCarthy's probably gone after this season. Um, and so it's really different. I mean, moving sucks. Like, imagine being told, hey, guys, you know, I need you to pack up your whole family and move down here, you know, go down to DPS, get a new driver's license and all that stuff, and you might have to do it again a year from now somewhere else. And so um, NFL coaching opportunities are precious, but, um, it's also difficult, you know, given the circumstances, to, to look appealing to would-be candidates at different positions. You mentioned Mike McCarthy walking that lonely trail and, and maybe his last opportunity as the Dallas Cowboys head coach. What saves his job, RJ? Is it only to get to the NFC Championship? Anything short of that, he's gone? Or he's in the, is that even enough? I think the, the volatile way in which they lost this past season – you know, lends me to, to lean more towards, you know, things like that. Um, you know, as always, it would depend, right? If they didn't get there, what happened? I mean, did they lose because of a of a crazy rule that was just, you know, that was unfortunate but out of their control? Or did they lose because they just weren't good enough? I mean, I, I find it really difficult to envision a scenario where obviously McCarthy and a contractor does enough to, to warrant more time around. I mean, you know, Jason Garrett and, and his contract here that, that he did receive a, a, a new contract on top of, he took the Cowboys to the divisional round and incidentally lost to Mike McCarthy in the Des Cotter game. And so, I, I mean, I, I just, I think it would have to take that at the very least. But, I mean, you know as well as I do, Ward, that if the Cowboys reached the NFC title game and lost, nobody would care. Nobody would, would legitimately say, oh, well, you know what, at least you got here. And, and this right. is good enough for me. Uh, we can say that and pretend that way all we want, but um, at the end of the day, there's 49ers fans who want Kyle Shanahan gone because they lost the Super Bowl. You know, it's it's easy to say, but it's hard to live when you're in the moment. Let me ask you this. There's multiple Cowboys players, Emmitt Smith, Mike Irvin, talking about the culture in the building at the star right now. In In your opinion, what's wrong with the culture over there? You know, as a millennial, I feel like everything I'm about to say is going to sound really hypocritical. So I just <laughs> want to, uh, to, um, to provide, you know, that bit of context. And I don't think it's rational to expect that life could be the exact same as it was for, you know, the 90s Cowboys. But I do believe that, you know, that losses and things like that ate them up more than it seems to this current generation. And I don't think that's an age thing. I think that's just a life thing. I think that, you know, things are are just different in a, in a worldwide scale. I don't think that's anybody's fault. I don't think that that's representative of a culture problem. Um, But, but I do think that you could certainly talk about how, you know, this is just 
sometimes more of a show than it is anything legitimate. It's a Broadway show. It's a circus. It's whatever. I mean, and as somebody who's, you know, charged with creating content around them, I'm incredibly grateful for that. But I mean, like, look at look at the defensive coordinator hire as just a one example of that across an entire 30 year drought. The the word of actually before any Mike Zimmer news, it was broken that they had interest in Rex Ryan, who hasn't been in the NFL in 2016 during the week of the Super Bowl. I mean, I obviously was at Radio Row, and I can tell you that out of the 500 tables represented, nobody cared about the game happening on Sunday. The discussion that everyone wanted to have was about. Rex Ryan and the Cowboys because that's who the Cowboys are. And word about them getting set to hire Mike Zimmer broke while everybody was on the red carpet for NFL honors, an NFL honors that featured no Dallas Cowboys winning any prominent awards, mind you. But what was everybody talking about? That specific team. Nobody or the Cowboys didn't offer any resolution on this story over the entire weekend. So on Super Bowl Sunday, with two teams set to compete for a world championship, every major network across the world had the Cowboys and their defensive coordinator search and Rex Ryan as a part of their overall rundown. And even you know, the Monday after the Super Bowl, instead of spending all of our time and energy talking about the new dynasty that exists in the NFL, we're talking about how Adam Schefter's on Pat McAfee saying, well, Rex Ryan still might be connected to the Dallas Cowboys job. <laughs> and it's possible that all these things might be just coincidence and I might need to you know, get a tinfoil hat, but it, it seems like they care so much more about being the conversation as opposed to, you know, just just being a competent, you know, normal football team. And um, and I think that that ripples into the locker room and ripples into everything they do, because how could it not? RJ Ochoa blogging the boys in ESPN San Antonio with us here on the press box on ESPN Central Texas. And RJ, you, you couldn't be more spot on because that's to me the most disappointing thing in this franchise, I get it. it. He's in it to make money, and he's in it to be top of mind awareness, and he wants the Cowboys to be talked about 24-7. But there's something to be said about winning a world championship, which they haven't even come close to in 30 years. Yeah, and I mean, you know, we could sit here and we can say, imagine if you actually had the on-shield results, what the conversations actually would be. Sure. But- you know, they're, they're the most valuable professional sports franchise team organization in the world. I mean, despite this, you know, this drought actually is, is difficult. I, I mean, it's it's difficult from a statistical standpoint to be this consistently out of the mix. I mean, you know, odds and probabilities are that, that you would just randomly stumble in, in the, you know, the NFC championship game over this almost 30-year period. It's it's so difficult to actually be this consistently good, but not bad, but not great at the same time. <laughs> um, and so they have managed to pull that off and make themselves really volatile and polarizing. And it's why everybody pays attention. It's why everybody you know hates or loves them. But um, it, it's hard to not get swept up in that because how can every? We're all human. We're all egotistical. We're all narcissistic. And, um, I mean, you know, people had a problem with C.D. Lamb's comment to his teammate Michael Parsons on his podcast about let's go make more millions. I mean, th- things like that seem to be a bigger deal with the Cowboys than anybody else. And that might be far-fetched. We all might just be being dramatic. But when you don't have the on-field results to, to prove otherwise, you allow people to make their own assumptions in this regard. When you And when you don't mention winning a Super Bowl, you mention, I'm going to go catch some more touchdowns. I'm about making millions. We get it. It, it. It's about me and not about we, and maybe that is part of this generation. It's foreign to me at, at a 60 years old. I can tell you that. But when you when you see 
Will McClay turned down an opportunity to go uh, interview for any of the uh, GM opening jobs when those are open. Uh, is Will getting more say in the building now, and are they relying more on him and his scouting department maybe than they ever have? Is that the reason why he's turned those uh, those opportunities away? Yeah, I mean, I think Will has a unique sense of humility and that he, you know, is seemingly fine not having an official title that almost, you know, it would seem any other team in the NFL is willing to offer him. But um, he is sort of the pseudo GM and he obviously has, you know, one of the largest voices when it comes to operating the NFL draft. And um, he has a, a high level of success and track record to support that, that he knows what he's doing. And so, I mean, I, I find it impressive that he wants to continue to stick around with the Cowboys, but you know, he's got a pretty sweet gig. I mean, you know, I, I, I certainly think that that's worth mentioning. And, uh, you know, where I'm at on, on the offseason as a whole is I'm, I'm kind of willing to, you know, I've reached this point of just devastation or heartbreak or jadedness where I'm willing to question everything at this point. And while I fully recognize that Will McClay has done an enormous amount of good, it's funny when you talk about the Cowboys and you talk about anybody involved, coach, player, Jerry Jones, whoever, the only person who ever escapes any shred of criticism is Will McClay. We, we lump Will McClay up to being responsible for only the good and great things for the Cowboys, and there are many in which he's obviously had his hand. But have you ever heard anybody say, you know what, that, Will McClay really messed up. Will McClay, <laughs> you know, they, they really wanted Monty Smith in the first round. We should blame Will McClay. All the faults fall on everybody else while all the praise and all the kudos and attaboys go Will McClay's direction. RJ, when you look at the draft coming up, and we're not very far away from it, and – for the Cowboys now that Mike Zimmer's in the house, is it offense, defense, or is it the best player available on the board for the Cowboys at this point? I mean, I think it's it's always kind of a marriage of a best player available at position of need ish. Um, you know, I, I you know unless you're truly just absolutely rebuilding, I don't know that anybody is ever completely best player available. Um, and while I understand that you know Mike Zimmer's new. The defense has kind of gotten the, the better end of the top 100 picks in the Dan Quinn era. And that's why, you know, I, I fell out of love with Dan Quinn myself because he's had, you know, all sorts of, of resources and, and, you know, allocations to his side of the ball. And, and obviously they were very good. Uh, but I do think you have to you, you have to start pouring premium assets into the offense, probably along the offensive line. It's going to be really interesting as free agency gets set to begin in, what, less than a month. Um, to see, do the Cowboys bring back Tyler Biotis? Are they able to bring back Tyron Smith? The Tyron question is probably the most significant because if you don't, then you either need a left guard if you're picking Tyler Smith out, or maybe you need some sort of veteran at left tackle. Um, and obviously it all starts and ends with, you know, what they decide to do and how they ultimately manage Dak Prescott's contract, whether it's an extension or a restructure. And so, I mean, I think we, we tend to think of the offense as just kind of being good to go, but I would probably look there, you know, to, to kind of address first when it comes to those particular blue chip athletes. You talk about Dak Prescott. Is there any chance that the Cowboys could just let him play that out on a one-year deal, or is that cap hit just too big to even swallow? I think it's too big to swallow regardless of, of what situation you find yourself to be in, if you, you know, across any NFL team, but but I think particularly when you, you know, apply the situation that Dallas is in, it's, it's all the more impossible. And not just from a perspective of what their salary cap situation is, but the perspective of it's Mike McCarthy's contract year and, and you're obviously expecting some big things. I, I mean, you know, I know we've talked about it here. I, I, I still, you know, don't think there are enough people who understand 
Dak Prescott has all of the leverage. Like, this isn't a situation where he's got, like, 90% or even 99% of the leverage. He has every shred of leverage that he could possibly have. And that may frustrate people who are not a fan of Dak Prescott, but this was all and always has been avoidable by the Cowboys. If the Cowboys had chosen to be proactive and they have had multiple opportunities now with Dak Prescott across multiple contract extensions, then, you know, he would be on the books for large numbers, but they would look small relative to the field. I mean, if the Cowboys had got an extension done with him last offseason, yeah, they'd be paying him somewhere around $52, $53 million per year in all likelihood, but that would be far less than the 57 or 58 that it's going to take now that you're doing the deal this particular offseason. And I think we would all agree that Dak would have had maybe a little bit less leverage a year ago after not having finished second in MVP voting the way he did. Um, on top of just the circumstances of it all, that's the thing. Dak is, is literally the second-place MVP finisher across the entire NFL, whether anybody thinks he sucks or not or doesn't. So um, it's, it's a situation that is ultimately all going to very likely end in one destination, and that's Dak Prescott likely becoming the highest-paid player in NFL history. R.J. Ochoa, I'm blogging the boys in ESPN San Antonio with us in the press box here on ESPN Central Texas. And, R.J., you, you had a deal on blogging the boys about the Cowboys – not in the top five of ESPN's off-season power rankings. Isn't it a little bit early for that, though? I mean, we haven't even gone through free agency. There's been no draft. I mean, what what are they what are they putting that on? Is it just what they had accomplished last season going into this before anybody makes any off-season moves? Yeah, I mean, you could argue it's almost just like okay, what what is the reverse order in which everybody was knocked out of the playoffs? That's, it's kind of, right. you know, these things tend to be right now. Uh, because to your point, I mean, nobody saw a year ago, um, you know, like the 49ers signing Javon Hargrave in free agency, and that made the 49ers all, all the more great. Um, and so the Cowboys could, I don't know, sign Chris Jones or something like that, and that would significantly boost them. But um, I think the exercises are, are helpful in that they kind of give you a, a lay of, a, of the land as the offseason fully begins. Mm-hmm. Similarly, I wrote something that went out today that was about um, Super Bowl odds for next year. And Dallas is, you know, about eighth, seventh, eighth, I believe, on the top of my head <laughs> in terms of odds. But, but the, what I think is instructive about that is, you know, they're only third in the NFC. Only the 49ers and Lions have been given better odds to, to win the Super Bowl in New Orleans next year. And I, I think that that just properly, you know, helps us understand where the, the lay of power is right now in the NFL. Obviously, I mean, look, it's the Chiefs world. And so we're kind of talking about in non-Chiefs outcomes. <laughs> but the, the Bills, the Ravens, the, the we all forgot about the Bengals because Joe Burrow got hurt. The Texans now exist, obviously. Uh, the Chargers, if they get things together. The, the more elite teams in the NFL are generally on the AFC side, which all the more, you know, adds to the frustration as to how the Cowboys can't even reach the NFC championship game. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of frustration. You're exactly right with the with the organization, with the fans, with what's going on. I I, I think that uh, my gut my gut feeling is Dan Quinn was deserving to get a head job, and he needed to get it now while he was hot. We talked about Zimmer coming in. I, I want to ask you, in your mind, Jason gambled on himself, obviously, and 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 did take the team to the. To, to the brink of the NFC Championship game. But last year uh, of his contract, Mike McCarthy's going to have to, we've talked about it, get them there. But when you look at the overall lay of the organization, we talked about Will McClay, we talked about scouting. Right now, 
Who who do you think needs to, to take the brunt of the criticism for why the Cowboys have not been able to get there in twenty something years? That's where I I would come, you know really absolve Mike McCarthy and, and even Dak Prescott. Um, and, you know they've they've got their fair share of, of the drought, but. I really loved actually in his postseason press conference, and Mike McCarthy was kind of asked about that. I forget exactly how the question was worded, and he said, "You know, we take no responsibility for the drought." And I get that that might upset some people, but it, I mean, how is it Mike McCarthy's fault that you know Jason Garrett failed for a decade, right? It's, it's nobody's fault other than the people who were around at those points. And so there's enough blame to place on the shoulders now of McCarthy and Dak and Jason Garrett and Tony Romo and Jason Witten and Dan Bailey and whoever else you want that has come and worn this uniform over the course of the last quarter century. But I mean, if you're asking for who, who's the, who's the common denominator, I mean, it's, it's the guy who writes the checks. And I, I think that that's, you know, I hate to give that answer because it feels like a cop-out, but some of the ways that they've lost have just been really unique. I mean, it, it's really painful in that sense, but, I mean, if you look, you know, over the last, I wouldn't say maybe 25 years, but maybe since around 20, you know, 14, 2013-ish, the last decade, they are among the most successful teams in the NFL. I mean, rank the teams in the NFL over the last decade by regular season wins. The Cowboys come in somewhere around like fifth or sixth. And, I mean, they're the only one, obviously, without even a conference championship game appearance. They're obviously one of the only ones without a Super Bowl win. And so some of it is just this incredible curse that, you know, life has given them. <laughs> they're allowed to be very good uh, while ultimately being so far away from the things that matter the most. And so I, I think that you have to make Jerry Jones kind of the culprit in that sense. But even then, it's not entirely his fault. The reality is that sports can be cruel. And, and we sign up for them every day because they can be beautiful at the same time. RJ, when you look at free agency, and Jerry Jones has already said, and we've talked about it, uh, almost a nauseum that he's going to – we're all in. We're going to go for it this year. And, and who knows what that means coming from Jerry Jones? Who knows what a lot means coming from Jerry Jones, to be honest. But in this offseason, in free agency, if they are going to make some moves in free agency, do you feel like that linebacker is a place that they need to concentrate on more than any other position for this football team right now? Yeah, I mean, not just because of, you know, the way their roster is currently constructed, but because of what we saw their weaknesses were against the Green Bay Packers. And that's where, you know, the Mike Zimmer thing is really interesting. Um, you know, the Cowboys wound up with Zach Martin in the 2014 NFL draft, and I don't think anybody would undo that. But uh, another name that was really hot in terms of connecting them to was Anthony Barr. And, and we've seen, you know, obviously in the decades since, for the most part, that Mike Zimmer had a great plan for Anthony Barr in Minnesota and that he used them as this really great and classic off-ball linebacker. That You know, Mike, Anthony Barr wasn't this great blitzer, but because of the way Mike Zimmer utilized his overall talent and, and, and schemed up his defense, Anthony Barr had a lot of success as, as an off-ball you know, blitzer. And I, I think that we'll see the Cowboys devote some attention to that. And the reality is it can't be Leighton Vanderess just because he's at a place now where injuries probably hold him back too much. And the reality is it can't be Marquise Bell or even DeMarvion Overshone because they're too small. Uh, the Green Bay Packers push the Cowboys around because if your plan is to come at them with 205, 210 down linebackers, they're going to, they're going to move you. I mean, that's just, it's a simple game of, you know, one bigger object than the other. And so I would anticipate that linebacker is definitely going to be among the, the chief priorities of the Cowboys this offseason, whether that's through the draft or free agency. RJ Ochoa blogging the boys with us here on ESPN Central Texas inside the press box. RJ, 
Enjoy the rest of your Valentine's Day. Have a great week. We appreciate your time, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks a lot, guys. Y'all have some special candies, and uh, give each other a high five for me, please. All right, <laughs> we'll do it. There he goes. RJ Ochoa, blogging the boys in ESPN San Antonio. This is the Press Box here on ESPN Central Texas. We'll take the break, come back, put a bow on this one as the Press Box continues right after this. This is ESPN Central Texas. It's tax season once again. Stressful, right? Doesn't have to be. Maggard Bookkeeping has been helping Central Texans through the complex tax code for more than 25 years. Go to maggardbookkeeping.com and bypass the stress. Save big on your next pre-owned car or truck at Richard Carr. Well-qualified buyers can get a pre-owned 2021 Nissan Versa for $196 a month or a pre-owned 2021 Buick Encore for $286 a month or a pre-owned 2018 Chevy Silverado for $360 a month. 100 thoroughly inspected pre-owned vehicles are on the lot and priced to sell. 100% approval is always our goal. Call, log on, or get here now for the New Year New Ride pre-owned savings event at Richard Carr. Richard Carr, we give you more. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Are you sick and tired of those achy joints? Dread the idea of surgery. You need to call QC Kinetics today. It is Matt Mosley. I know what it's like to have neck pain. The state of healthcare is always changing. The old ideas like steroids and surgery are no longer your only options. Regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics is transforming lives with innovative, non-surgical, drug-free treatments that deliver lasting results. It's a revolutionary approach that can get you long-term relief with no downtime. Make 2024 the year you reclaim your mobility. Reclaim your independence. Walk and run and play and live without the danger and trauma of surgery and without harmful drugs. Call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Call 254-415-4100. QC Kinetics. 254-415-4100. Oh boy, more IRS changes this year. Frustrating, isn't it? Maggard Bookkeeping can help with more than 25 years preparing Central Texans tax returns. 
Go to MaggardBookkeeping.com and bypass the stress. I never liked St. Valentine. No, I never liked St. Valentine. This song hits me right in the feels. <laughs> I like it's this one. hearts all over town. Ah, uh, little reckless Kelly. St. Valentine's here on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one you ought to play tonight. Stretch. Yeah, is that right up on is that right up on trigger or buttermilk? <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you, Ward, is it Valentine or Valentine? Time. No, time it is not Valentine. time. I hear that all the time. It is time. You're right. That that drives me crazy. That's absolutely uh, correct. It, it doesn't drive me crazy. I kind of, I kind of get a kick out of it because, quite at frankly, it? I think it's. Oh yeah, you got to, you got to kind of, you know, it, just like when somebody says, "Well, you say, is it Illinois or Illinois?" You know, I'm from Texas, where you pronounce the S, so it's Illinois. It's not Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with That's that. Just my, yeah, it's just my some of my stupid quirks for the day, which my girlfriend will have enough of, and she'll, you know, kind of give me a little. She'll give me a little knuckle pop on the right on my forearm. So, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Valentine's Day is. Something that we've talked about, and it's a it's a special day if you uh, it if is. you cut flowers for a living. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the best place to be, or or make chocolate, as you just mentioned, some chocolate. That's that's probably the two most beneficial positions you can be in on uh, on this day. I think what what is it? Valentine and Mother's Day, probably the two good days to be a florist or have flowers in your store. That and then what? What do they try to? They they have sweetest day or whatever that is. I I I don't know, but I I, I get it. I do figure out a way to to get it right once a year, Ward, and, and you know that's and usually that's not a that that is not a good uh, <clears throat> that does not make for a good situation, but. Thank goodness I got. I do have a great girl, so I have to give her all the credit and take zero of the credit because she lets me know often that I I was I may have been the guy in the front seat of the short bus. That was my seat. (laughs) Uh, So let me ask you this: Are you one that that goes out to dinner on Valentine's? Because we Stephanie said that she's going to cook at home, and a, a lot of people do that to avoid the crowds. But are you one that ventures out into the crowds on Valentine's Day well, and I, find you a special place to, to take your special lady? Yeah, I'm not a, I, I am an anti-crowds guy, but this is the time. And, and my girlfriend can really cook, and I'm going to take it to another level. She can sling hash. I mean, she can really <laughs> cook. But, but I, you know, I think it's – it's really about, you know, for me, it's about taking her, you know, taking her out. She, her, she cooks a lot for her family and she does a lot of things, uh, you know, for everyone else. She is definitely a giver in that way. And, uh, you know, I just think it's that one time a year that you gotta, you know, make them feel a little special and give them a little them break, right? Whether, yeah, yeah. Well, let them decide, you know, what is it that, 
that you really, you know, you really have a, a, a feeling for. And then I try to make a reservation and see if I could get me one of those. And usually I'm not always on time on my reservation. So Ward, sometimes we're, sometimes we're having it, you know, at, at a nice place and it's on one of those like Elvis TV trays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll take that little spot right over there. There's nothing wrong with that. Just as long as you're no, out and they wrong. don't have to cook and clean, you're, you're probably going to venture your way out of that doghouse that, uh, that that I used to like to stay in quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I and I, by the way, it's all my doing, right? It's it's all it's all our doing. We're 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 in there for a reason. So I'm going to uh, no I'm going to venture out. Yeah, it's it's all it's all my doing, and I'll, I'll be the first to stand up and say, when it comes to relationships, I'm, I'm, I might be one of the biggest mutts out there. So I'll uh, I'll wear that proudly and and. Uh, We'll move on to uh, what could be a thirsty Thursday tomorrow. <laughs> get this, get this, get this year's Valentine behind us. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, Lady Bears, or excuse me, the Baylor women's basketball team uh, in action tonight, taking on Oklahoma in Norman, and this is a big road game for the Lady Bears coming up stretch. Nikki Collins got to go, got to go win one on the road. Right up the right up the street to Norman there, and uh, go uh, go go to the Lloyd Noble and and put a butt whipping on the Sooners. Yeah, that's that, that, that sounds like a uh, that sounds like a celebratory Valentine's right there. Work that would be and a big look, game on the road. It's are you know, Oklahoma sitting at one and eleven right now in the Big Twelve, and Baylor at seven and five. But the other thing, Oklahoma is undefeated at home, so getting a win on the road and and kind of getting that dig in for the Baylor women would be huge coming up tonight. And, you know, if you listen to Nikki Collin uh, yesterday on the Matt Mosley show, this is one that they're going to have to be able to control the pace of the game and also be able to be efficient on the offensive end. And what I mean by efficient is run their offense and be able to take advantage of the offensive rebounds they get. But again, You've got to be able to work the ball inside if you're the Lady Bears against this Oklahoma team. I think. Is that is that kind of that that's kind of feels like basketball jargon? You know what I mean, Ward? I mean, we got to win the we got to win the rebounds. We got to win the 50-50 balls. Right. We can't turn the ball over. <laughs> Not nothing wrong with that. I'm just I just feel like I might could step in and give it a little uh, give it the basketball jargon for the day well sure because i mean but it you know it's kind of like what you talk about in in football as well i mean there's certain things that you just have to do to be successful night in and night out and maybe it's even a little more difficult in basketball because it is night in and night out sometimes you have games within 24 hours or 48 hours of each other Yep. That, and, and, and having to, that, that, that's what makes it challenging. It's like you said, you play a game at home 48 hours later, you're, you're teeing one up on the road, probably with one practice and a light shoot around. Now you right. got to go play it, you know, and match up differently. So yeah, I think that, that does present a lot of challenges for, for basketball coaches. Coming up next, the JMO show right here on ESPN Central Texas, starring JMO and. After that, it's the Matt Mosley Show, starring the one and only Matt Mosley right here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, Stretch, go out and get it right tonight, okay? 
Yeah, I'm going to go give it a college try, man. I appreciate appreciate the uh, <laughs> words of wisdom and appreciate the attaboys. Appreciate it. All right. That's going to do it for us. We'll do it again tomorrow at lunchtime for Stretch Smith and Aaron. I'm Ward White. Until next time, so long, everybody. Nikki Collin and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women on the road in Big 12 play on Wednesday to take on the Oklahoma Sooners. 